What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And thank you so much for joining us here today. We're back from some what I hope are, have been wonderful, wonderful holidays for all of you. And uh, back in the seat here speaking to you and coaching clients and having a lot of fun in this 20 below weather in Chicagoland. But the upside, the sun is out and it is gorgeous. So we're happy and I'm just so glad to be here with you today. We've got a great show today. I have a question for you. Are you ready here in 2014 now to transform your business into a haven of productivity? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Great. But really, how do you find the energy to do that? That's the big question. You know, we all set out with the new year with all the greatest intentions and uh, new goals. And, and maybe even if you're super duper smart and on top of it, new strategies. But energy, it all boils down to energy. Now, I coach a lot of female entrepreneurs. And I think energy is, is a, um, you know, a difficult topic for especially women because Many of us are juggling our businesses or our careers with children and a household and relationships and, and so much stuff. So we can become exhausted, right? Well, our guest today believes that human energy is the door of opportunity for business. But, yeah, as the demands of our connected world increase, people no longer have the energy they once did to fully become engaged and productive and innovative in the workplace and within their businesses. Today, author Gina Soleil reveals the intersection between human energy and business, exposing the truth about how to attract what you want and every entrepreneur wants, and that's energy, right? Action and what? Profits. It's all about the profits, right? Gina is the CEO of Monarch Leadership, which is a culture development company and also of Buya Worldwide, a humanitarian organization dedicated to improving the health and well-being of humanity. Now, for two, new, nearly two decades, Gina's been leading teams through transformational change and developing high-performing leaders within companies that include Best Buy, United Health Group, and Caribou Coffee Company. Oh, I love my Caribou Coffee in the morning, I'll tell you. <laughs> Today we're here with Gina to discuss her eight principles of business. Now, these are the same principles that she reveals in her latest book, which is Fuel Your Business, How to Energize People, Ignite Action, and Drive Profits, a must-read for any entrepreneur. Gina Soleil, we are so thrilled to have you here on The Million Dollar Mindset today. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to be here as well on this cold day. <laughs> I know. You're, you're in, what did you say, Minneapolis, right? Minneapolis. So oh. I am sharing with you the delight of negative 20 below. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
have a I have a backyard koi pond, and you have to keep a hole in the ice um, so that the oxygens can exchange and such. And it, and it, the heater is doing a pretty good job, but every now and then I have to take a big old bucket of boiling water out there and kind of pour it in to keep that hole fresh. And I did that this morning, and the water wasn't even making it the foot down. You know, to the ice before it's just like evaporating, and this this big metal pan that I had was ice cold within like twenty seconds. It was amazing. Yeah, it it is crazy cold out there. That is for sure. But you are right; the sun is shining, so yeah. that's good. Yeah, we'll take it. So, so Gina, your book is fascinating, and it's just you know right up my alley. Everybody who listens to this show knows it's all about energy, right? So, I'm very excited about having you here. Um, in your book, you speak of healthy human energy and the science of energy. Why don't we just start by you describing energy? What does that mean to you? Yeah, so great, great question, and a great way to start off with. So when I talk about energy, I'm not talking about eating better, you know, sleeping more, so on and so forth. All those are very good things to keeping our energy up. Um, but what I do is my whole focus is in the avenue of human energy. So think Einstein, the idea that we are all made of matter, and we put we are not only made out of energy, but we put energy off. So I often tell people, you know, modern-day science has proven time and time again that we are physically made out of matter, from lie detectors to different scientific measuring tools um, where they can actually measure energy radiating off of a human being. And so uh, that's the type of energy that I'm talking about. It's the energy, what we know from a scientific perspective, is that as things happen throughout the day, and our mood changes, our energy levels, and the type of energy that we put out changes. And so I often like, like an energy to garlic, right? So when you take, when you eat garlic, you are either loved or you're hated for it. <laughs> As the smell like comes off of your skin, right? Um, that's what our energy does. We are made of energy. It's the same when you, when you eat too much garlic, all of that garlic comes out as, a, as an aroma and fumes off of your skin. And energy, our energy does the same thing. And so when I, when I, when I talk to organizations, when I talk to business owners about energy, I talk about it as the, the, the essence of what you're putting off into your world that's creating your reality. And how much um, how much resistance do you see to that in the corporate world, Gina? You know, surprisingly, I'm not seeing resistance. So here's oh, what's happening. Okay. People, yeah, and this is, I'm so excited for this um, for, for a couple of reasons. Why we're not seeing resistance for a couple of reasons. Um, number one, I think modern science, right, they have done – so, so much wonderful work in proving that energy exists. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reality is, right, is that we're all made out of energy. People get that. There is a high get it factor that, yeah, we're all made out of energy, right? That's, that's piece number one. The number two piece is people understand when you bring it, when you bring it, as, bring energy into their lives as an example that impacts their life. For, I'll give you an example. It's when you are at, in your workplace and you are sitting there having a conversation with somebody and somebody walks into a room, but that person who just walked into a room just for whatever reason carries heavy 
energy. This may be a person who is absolutely wonderful in character, but for whatever reason, you want to run for the hills when this person comes your way. We all have these people in our lives, whether we work with them, whether they're in our family, they may be one of our good friends, but for whatever reason, you can only tolerate so much because of the energy that they give you. When you start talking about it in terms of relationships like that, people look at you and they're like, I get it, right? And when you bring it to a workplace, you can talk about your colleagues, you can talk about clients. It even becomes that much more real when you bring it into a corporate mindset or if you bring it into a business mindset. We see this play out day in and day out. So with that piece of it, coupled with the fact that we are in a human energy crisis right now, and 70%, and Gallup actually came out with their, um, their 2013 report on this, 70% of the U.S. workforce is being classified as disengaged right now. Wow. That if you take that and you couple that with this energy crisis that we're all in, we feel absolutely exhausted. All of a sudden, that example I gave you of somebody who walks towards you and their energy, you just need to walk away. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, more and more and more people are carrying that energy with them because they're exhausted. Mm-hmm. And so, and, the, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. It's quite all right. Oh, okay. So the essence of the book, it's, it's number one, open to, to business owners, open your eyes on the realities of happening inside the organization, but also then remember that you have no hope to continue to improve profit unless you figure out how to improve the energy from the people who are walking into your business every single day. Mm-hmm. Your employees and yourself, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, how, what are some gauges? How do we know if our business's energy or our energy as entrepreneurs or executives is, is what you're calling toxic, basically? Yeah. So one of my favorite things in the book um, and that I use a lot with clients is the toxic leadership quiz. So, and, you know, the beauty about this leadership quiz is whether you are an entrepreneur or whether you are a small, you know, mid-sized business owner or you work in a large corporation, these principles, you, you can ask these questions of any one of those categories and find out if there's toxic leadership happening or if there's toxicity within your realm of business. Um, and to give you an example, some of the questions, right, that leaders are more focused on either C-suite or divisional or owner direction than people. So oftentimes, one of the biggest indicators in a business is if all of a sudden you as a leader are focusing more on numbers and not on your people, and that people may be employees, but people could also be clients then you know that you are in jeopardy of having toxic leader or toxic energy. The, you know, a couple other ones are you find yourself showing your worst more frequently. And a lot of us fall into this bucket of we're just exhausted. And mm-hmm. so we find ourselves on all these, you know, we may be the best leader in the world, but we find ourselves snapping. We find ourselves breaking under pressure. We find ourselves being somebody who we don't even like because mm-hmm. we're exhausted. Blaming others and defending our position. Yeah, you know, we've got about a minute until break, and and, uh, I'd like to come back and talk more about this because these are some of the classic signs I see, as we said, the the blaming of others, defending our position. Of course, I'm focused on numbers. You know, if I don't focus on numbers, you won't have a job, you know? And uh, I always tell my clients that your employees are your number one asset, and you've got to be people driven. And um, yeah. Yeah, if you're not in that place and that 
that toxicity is just going to spread amongst your employees as well. So again, Gina Soleil's book is Fuel Your Business, How to Energize People, Ignite Action, and Drive Profits. So make sure to pick up a copy of that because it's just chock full of great insights and information about energy and how you can raise your energy and recognize what your energy level is because I think that that's where it starts is, is recognizing your own personal energy level because that is, of course, what your business is made up of. You're with Marla Tabaka here and Gina Soleil will be back with you in just a moment. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. The Woohoo Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse, involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Evermore, people have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Viktor Frankl, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Similuka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connect, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we're here today with author Gina Soleil, who advises leaders 
how to accelerate business performance by refueling the greatest resource of our time, human energy. Gina has a master's degree in organizational leadership, strategic management, and a bachelor's degree in professional communications and training. And uh, Gina, going into break, we're talking about your wonderful toxic leadership quiz because I think I think that's quite a challenge. Right, going right into it is recognizing that our our own energy is tainted in some way, and how much that affects our business. And uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, principle number one within the book is functional or functional leaders drive profits. Mm-hmm. And the whole essence of it, the book, is ownership on our own energy. And that before we can have any hope on driving the profits and energizing the people within our business, we need to first figure out how to manage our own energy and drive ourselves in order to then impact those around us. Right, right. And and even recognizing, I know with, with some of the clients who come to me, just even if you're not willing to look at yourself quite yet, look at your business. Um, for instance, yeah. one of your questions is fabulous. It's it's gossip, behind-the-back conversations, complaining, oh, and no. don't repeat those conversations, and uh, that those are common among all levels of business in, in a toxic environment. And uh, I see that, you know, I see people coming to me with, well, we've got these employees and this one said that and this one said that and this one came to me and said that. And uh, just if those kinds of things exist in business, then you know you've got a problem. So what are your first steps? Yeah. Well, number one is you take the quiz to identify where the problem is. Um, The great thing about the book and where I start with a lot of uh, most of my clients, you know, they'll come to me. They're like, so you're just going to come in and tell me that, you know, I need better energy? How, you know, how does this work exactly? Um, so it, it's about going in, and the book actually has an entire back section of an assessment. There's a series of different questions for each one of the principles, like the toxic leadership list, that you can ask yourself to see where you're actually having the most toxicity in your business. What part of your business is preventing you from getting profits. So most of the time, when business owners are looking at their looking at their companies, typically the entire company is not generating toxic energy. There's portions of the company that are generating the energy, the negative energy. And so when you take this assessment, it allows you to look at each area of these principles to say, okay. Where is it that we really need to put our energy to be able to turn the corner here? But I do tell people that the number one area that people are, that toxic energy is coming from, and if you don't get this piece fixed, it's going to harm your profits in the future, and that's principle number one, where functional leaders drive profits. It doesn't matter how beautifully functional the rest of the company is, that if you have toxic leadership running through the veins of the organization, it has the ability to take everything down. And so it's your number one priority as an organization, regardless of how small. You may be a shop with only two people, but you have to figure out those leadership functionality piece in order to move the business forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, that's got to be a challenge. I'm having this vision of, of Gina Soleil being contacted by the HR department of a corporation who has toxic leadership. <laughs> No, it's already, and it's already happening. It's beautiful. And you know, what's interesting is I've had a lot of people throughout, you know, as the book has launched, 
they're like, come on, Gina, you know, are people actually buying this? Yeah. <laughs> and um, like, come on, what, what, what are you doing? You know, we know that you're getting these results. We know that you've had this experience, but really what's happening and the most fascinating things going on, I will do these presentations in groups, you know, in, for example, I've met with a few CEO forums and uh, it's interesting because as a group, they're like, you know, this is really good information. Not quite sure how it's going to play off, but, you know, good information. But what happens is when they're away from the group, all of a sudden I start getting phone calls. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, okay, here's the deal. Personally, I get this. Let's talk more. Mm-hmm. So what's fascinating to me is individually people are getting it. And the hurdle that we're overcoming right now is getting the organization as a whole when all the leaders come together to collectively say to each other, yeah, we buy into this and we want to move it forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of uh, talk about the chakra system and it's a deep, dark, dirty secret, right? You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, that's one of the things that really drew me to to your book, Gina, is that you really just put it out there. You talk about chakras and you talk about chakras in business. And um, I love that. I love that correlation. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about that. How, how, yeah. do you, how do you translate the chakra system into our business's energy? Yeah. So what I, what I love about the chakras um, and what, what I tell people is that, you know, science proves that we are energy, but Eastern philosophy, Eastern medicine has been focusing on the chakras for thousands of years. So they have developed this entire Eastern philosophy has actually developed ways to improve energy. And so now we have this scientific evidence that yes, this energy exists, and we can now look at this tradition, this Eastern tradition, and say, okay, here's the art and how to make something happen with it. And so as I delved into this work more deeply personally, as I started thinking to myself, what's interesting, quick, quick background on me, is I spent, you know, almost a decade in the corporate America world, but at the same time, I was immersed in alternative health. I grew up in homeopathy. My dad was an herbalist. I was always introduced to kind of new ways of thinking. And so uh, as I started delving more into energy and, I'm, and I started thinking about business, all of a sudden I started realizing, I'm like, wait a minute, right? A corporation, a business is the same exact thing as a human body. And if we can somehow overlap the chakra system in a, with a human, with a business, we could improve the energy in a business just like we do a human body. And so that started my research of, okay, which part of a business actually correlates directly with what chakra system? And what I have found as we did this is it absolutely works. And it works the same in a business as it does with the human. If you can improve the circulation within different chakra systems within the business body, you literally improve the energy flow that happens within that organization. So give us an example. Let's let's choose because some of them are pretty obvious. I, mean, I, I assume the root mm-hmm. chakra is the finances, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what would the solar plexus be? Yeah. So and the so the eight principles. So the solar plexus, which is principle five, and the solar or excuse me, it's principle six. Um, solar plexus is principle six, and it's all about creative expression. 
okay? So if you think about creative expression in an organization, mm-hmm. it's your solar plexus that drives your cultural environment, or another word for it is your internal brand. Mm-hmm. It sits, it, it creates the freedom and the feeling of permission and protection that people feel inside your business. So if you don't have a strong solar plexus within your business, people are going to feel as though they have handcuffs on and they can't move forward with innovation. Mm-hmm. So if you think of solar plexus for an organization, you can automatically think of innovation. And you can say, all right, if I, I really want to be an innovative organization, but I've got toxicity brewing in my solar plexus of the company, there's no way that innovation is going to happen because people don't feel free to be creative. Mm, I love that. I love that. And uh, in the case where you have a leader at the helm who, who sort of um, manages to stifle creativity in others, how looking at it from, and again, I'm going through my list of clients, right? Thinking, yeah. oh, well, this one's got this problem and this one's got this issue. Yeah. You know, looking at it from perhaps an employee's point of view where the leadership uh, is stifling that creativity or not giving permission to step out of bounds and, and think big, you know, what can employees do to to try and en- enhance uh, the, the company's purpose and, and vision? Yeah. So this is where I always where, where when whether whether you're an employee in an organization or whether you're a leader and you're running the organization, this book will benefit you tenfold. And uh, what you can do as an individual, as an employee who doesn't feel as though they necessarily have the authority to run the business or to make great change inside the business, the book is all about how do you take back your personal power. And how do you remember that you actually have the ability to create your own destiny, right? So it, it's, it's all about how do you choose the way that you show up. And we've heard, you know, I'll give you an example. I had one client, small organization, um, and uh, they had about 70 employees. They're relatively small, I suppose. Um, I had a number of individuals that I was coaching. They were all mid-level leaders, and their frustration was that they couldn't get significant change to happen in the company, and a lot of these toxic leadership symptoms were happening. Well, what ended up occurring is that as we started working with these individuals in the mid-level and helping them to regain their power, the type of power that I talk about the book, creating boundaries, figuring out what your values are, figuring out how to take back your personal power and creating the life that you actually want, as we started working through those processes, what ended up happening is these mid-level leaders ended up pushing change. They ended up going to their top-level leaders because they finally had the confidence to do so, and they pitched these amazing ideas. And because they had the confidence to do so, what ended up happening is the organization listened, and they actually implemented these ideas and moved forward. Wow. Well, Gina, we have, yeah. uh, we're going into break here again. And uh, when we come back, as you say that, I think, wow, what courage it must take. Yeah. And, and of course, that takes us, you know, courage, fear, right? That takes us to the fear. Um, there's a lot of fear involved in, in uh, making change and creating change. And I'd love to, I know you address a little bit of that in your book. So I'd love to talk about that topic uh, when we come back from this break. And we're here to 
today with Gina Soleil. Make sure to pick up a copy of her book, Fuel Your Business, How to Energize People, Ignite Action, and Drive Profits. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. It's not just time for a change, is it? It's much bigger than that. Can you feel it? It's time for a transformation. Will you now imagine that you can and will transform your life? Will you suspend your disbelief and imagine that all things are not just possible, but probable? Imagine that you will meet guides, mentors, and trusted friends who believe in you, hold your hand as they point the way, and teach you to trust your own wisdom. The first of these friends is spiritual girlfriend Gail Carruthers. Gail will show you how to believe. Believe your perfect divine wisdom will reveal your worthiness. Believe that knowing your power will open your boundless courage. Courage to live consciously, fearlessly, and joyfully. And then know, know all these things are already here and waiting for you to bring them into your divine life. She is here to help you discover, believe, and know. So join Gail, your spiritual girlfriend, every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success? More stability? More happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smarts, strategies, and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And thanks so much for being here with me today on the Million Dollar Mindset. I truly appreciate you. I'd love you to just pop over and visit me on Inc., Inc. Magazine. So it's Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco. And this week's post is about five New Year's resolutions that you should never make. You know, about this time of the year, people are starting to feel poorly about themselves because they've already dropped the ball on some of those New Year's resolutions. And uh, this article is all about how to reframe your resolutions and really make them achievable and uh, actually enjoyable, if you will. So make sure to go visit me there over on Inc. And today, we're here with author Gina Soleil. And going into break, I'd said I'd love to talk to you about finding the courage to do the things that we have to do to change the energy within ourselves, within our companies, mm. within, you know, what, whatever we feel we can have some control over. Let's talk about that, Gina. Yeah. Yeah, I talk a lot about fear. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Um, fear, fear is the number one reason why people don't move forward. 
because here's the reality. Um, your listeners and people working in organizations, you know, throughout organizations, people are brilliant. They are mm-hmm. they're smart. Most yeah. people can go into an organization and they can assess what's right or wrong. Most people can go into an organization and feel if it's unhealthy. Most people can articulate clearly why they're not happy in a given situation. Mm-hmm. So it's not about awareness. It's about having the courage to be able to move forward and do something about it. It's about being able to look at the realities and say, you know what, I'm not going to be held captive by the golden handcuffs. I'm not going to live my life in fear and live in a way that everybody else wants me to live rather than how I want to live. And so every one of these principles, right, it's about how do I overcome fear to courageously move forward and make change. And so each one of the practices in the book, and you'll notice that, you know, you've read the book as you read through it, each of it is a, is a layer. So every, every principle as you go through, I'm peeling back the layer and what it comes right down to at the root of the challenge is about how you overcome fear and move forward. And most of that fear, you know, when, when we push our clients to really dig deep on the issue, most of it isn't about being afraid of the boss or being afraid of something that's outside of us, right? It's internal, oh, trusting ab- ourselves. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Having the confidence to be able to say, you know what, regardless of what happens, I'm going to move forward because I know this is right, but I also know undoubtedly that I'm going to land on my feet and I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, another another thought, we've got the fear, and, and there are so many ways to, to really make it through that fear. Reading your book, uh, using... Um, I use in my practice and in my personal life, I use the emotional freedom techniques, tapping, yeah. um, which yeah. is an amazing thing and and then we have purpose you know a lot of people wake up in the morning feeling without purpose because we you know in the midst of all this energy that we do have going on in the world that doesn't feel good we can lose sense of that um so so tell us how to reclaim or even even discover our purpose in the first place yeah i always i talk a lot about how purpose is not just it Everybody yeah. wants to uh, find it, right? Uh-huh. Um, clients always say, I got to find it. I know that if I find it, I will be happy. Right. Right. And the reality is that your life purpose is not an it. It's not a noun. It's a verb. Your life purpose is how you show up. And you can live your life purpose in a myriad of different situations. That to be but to figure out what exactly it is that, that you are living, how exactly you should be showing up, it's not your purpose that you should be looking for. It's actually figuring out what you value. So I take people through an exercise on figuring out what are your top five values or what are your top three values? Because the reality is if you are not living your life aligned with your core values, that you are most likely unhappy or not satisfied with your current state of being. Right. Yeah. And that when you know your top three values, especially top five, whatever it is, when, yeah. when you're really in touch with those top values, it's amazing how quickly you can, when you're feeling out of sorts or you're feeling down or depressed or anxious, if you go back to those top threes, 
you can actually say, wow, yeah, I'm not in touch with uh, my spirituality. I haven't been doing whatever it takes to be in touch with that yeah. spirituality. And you're right, integrity, well, gosh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not in integrity with myself, so I am violating yeah. that value. It's like a, it's, yeah. I call it a life map. It's, it's a wonderful. Oh, way. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, I often tell people, too, you know, when I started this journey literally eight years ago, I, I was in a session going through this entire process myself, and all of a sudden the light bulb went off. And I was, and I had realized not only did I not even know what my values were, I did. I was living values or trying to live up to values that weren't my own. Yes. And so it was. It was this all of a sudden wake up call and realizing that why why I wasn't happy, right, was that I had this entire life predicated on a value system that I couldn't even identify with. And the minute you start changing that, all of a sudden the magic happens, right? All of a sudden you start enjoying the things in front of you. Well, I think that we generate energy. Yeah, and it does. And I I think we allow society and, you know, the, the television shows we watch and the things we read and the things we see in social media to define our values for us in some way. For for instance, the story I always tell when, when I do my values section is is how I once defined wealth. And, you know, it was by what I saw on television, right? The yachts, the fine yeah. restaurant, you know, and that just didn't appeal to me. And so even though wealth was in my top five values, I was pushing it away. I, I mean, money yeah. was just like leaving my, my life like it was just going down a drain um, because of this subconscious belief that wealth was ugly. And so in my practice, uh, you know, I teach people to not only define their values in terms of what they are, but really give them a definition that comes from your own heart and your own mind. And I think it's critical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And and there are, if you Google values, I think the last time I Googled it, it was like 427. (laughs) (laughs) It keeps increasing, right? So if you Google values, um, there's a whole list of different values that can exist. And then also know that those values can be defined a hundred different ways Mm -hmm. depending on the human being. And the beauty about values is it's like your DNA. It's your own unique, you know, print. And so it's once you're able to figure out what your unique DNA is, these are my values, then all of a sudden you've given yourself a roadmap and a, and a blueprint for how to figure out how you want to live your life. It's at that point you can start making changes to start improving or moving toward different goals. And the business works in the same exact way. I talk to business owners often about you know, these values. And if a business doesn't have values that they actually live, they will never move forward and you'll never actually get the profit you're seeking. Mm -hmm. So many times companies, businesses, entrepreneurs, what they do is they create aspirational values and they say, these are the values that we aspire to become. The problem with that is if they are what you aspire to become, then they are not solely who you are. And so you can't walk them. And if you can't walk them, you're never going to get to your destination. Mm -hmm. So it's about figuring out really what the business truly stands for rather than trying to figure out what it aspires to transform. 
I mean, the aspirational goal can be nice. It can be great, right? We want to shoot for things. But when it comes to values, you need to make sure you can walk it. Right. And I think that is, Gina, one of the most important things a company could do, and especially a startup who's that's going to be hiring employees, uh, because you want to make darn sure that anyone that you hire is someone who who can help to bring those values forth in within the company who aligns with those values. And uh, if you don't, you're really going to misfire and have a, a lot of toxic energy on board yeah. or energy that at least energy that doesn't match. Right. Absolutely. And you, the reality is that and this is where the toxic energy comes in with, with values is if you're not, if you're a business, an entrepreneur, a new business who can't live your values, unfortunately, you're going to be perceived as a liar. Mm hmm. Because from the outside, even though you may be like, but these are aspirational, this is what we're shooting for, this is, you know, these are, these are great goals, but from the outside, how it appears is you're not practicing what you preach. You can't walk the talk. So, therefore, you're not being truthful. That's how it's being taken, which then fosters the toxic energy. Right, right. And uh, authenticity, finally, you know, Absolutely. today's marketplace is recognizing authenticity <laughs> and uh, yeah. it's exciting. And so people see through that very, very, very quickly. So I can't believe this, but we're already about to go into our final break. This show is going so quickly. Um, wow. And Gina, when we come back, I'd love to leave the audience with the the you know, maybe three or four or five steps on that get real approach. You know, how can we attract the energy we want? We hear so much about law of attraction and thinking it and it will become and everything, you know. And and uh, truthfully, I don't think a lot of people succeed at that. I think we do succeed at it, but not the masses. And so how do we really break this down and take, you know, three to five just wonderful achievable steps where people can start to change this energy within themselves and around them so that they attract that like kind energy that you and I talk so much about. So let's uh, leave our audience with that. So don't go away, everybody. <laughs> Stay tuned because we're going to give you some some great and, and solid steps that you can take to start shifting the energy within, which will absolutely shift that energy around you. You're here today on the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. You know where to find me. Please contact me to let me know what topics you'd like to hear about on the show and in my ink columns, of course, how I can help you. And you can do that by emailing me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com or following me on Twitter or Facebook. It's just Marla Tabaka. We'll be back with you here in just a couple of minutes. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. It's talking smack with Beth, the real sports mom. It's one hour of hot topics that matter to sports moms and athletes. 
We'll be bringing you tips and advice from the leaders in youth sports today, as well as some inspiring stories from athletes and sports moms. With our own Sports Moms Roundtable, you're invited to be part of our show. We strive to educate and empower sports moms everywhere. Join us for Talkin' Smack with Beth, the real sports mom, every Thursday at 12 noon central, right here on the TogiNet Radio Network. Second chances. We all deserve them. And we are all worthy of them. Second chances. With your host, Midge Noble. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on TogiNet is like coming home to warm, fresh-baked cookies, a hug from Grandma, or an enthusiastic greeting from your dog. Second Chances, hosted by Midge Noble, a licensed professional counselor, is affirming, warm, genuine, validating, and thought-provoking. Second Chances is a place to be heard, a place to laugh, a place to cry, and a place to be seen. For more on Midge and Second Chances, check out MidgeNobleSecondChances.com. Then be a part of a show that will change how you think, how you feel, and what you do. Give yourself the gift of second chances and see where it will take you. So take a deep breath, open your heart, open your mind, and join host Midge Noble for Second Chances. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we're here today with cultural change leader and author, Gina Soleil. Now, if you want to learn more about Gina or engage with Gina, you can do that via her website at ginasoleil.com. And it's G-I-N-A-S-O-L-E-I-L dot com gina soleil.com so gina going into break we decided that we're going to leave our audience with some some really actionable tips some some ways to really reach in and start changing that internal energy which will in turn change what we draw to us so let's go ahead and do that so first and foremost is values right so we talked a lot about that but Go through the values exercise in the book and really figure out how, what is it that you value and how do you actually want to live your life? Because it is amazing. You can take the most grim of situations and once you figure out what you value, you can figure out how to make small changes and completely turn those negative situations around just by simply figuring out what you yourself value. So that's number one. So let me let me ask a question about that, Gina. How, you know, because yeah. people do ask this: How do we discover our values? There are so many to choose mm. from. How do we figure that out? It, well, the exercise in the book is going to help, I guess, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there the you exercise go. does yeah. help in the book. Um, but yeah. the two questions I all I always tell people to ask themselves is: Ask yourself what has been the highlight of your life. And I ask people to think through this because what happens is when you really reflect on the highlight of your life, all of a sudden you can reflect back to how you felt and why did you feel that way. Some people might say family was all around me. Some people might say, you know, I got a ton of money. Some people might say, you know, the skies are limits, right? Um, it's, but what happens is when you make your laundry list of that experience, Experience, all of a sudden you can start extracting things that are at least important to you. And it begins the process of figuring out what you value. 
The second question that you can ask yourself is when was the time that, when was one of the worst experiences of your life? Not that we want to go down that road, but what happens when we do is we're able to figure out why we didn't feel honored at that point in time. And when we don't feel honored, there are certain trigger points that have made us feel that way. And it's typically because what we value, we felt had been disrespected. So those are two easy ways to start extracting what is important to you so you can start narrowing down what you value. I love it. Those are awesome questions to ask. Okay, so values is number one. Explore those values. Number one. Mm -hmm. The second thing is uh, number two, number two, all about relationships. So I tell people this, this is, this is my, this is my mantra, my soapbox, if you will. It is all about people. It is, everything in life is about people. And our life has gotten so technically oriented. We're in front of computers. We're texting. We're doing all of this stuff, which is amazing. You know, there are so many beautiful things that technology has brought us. However, what has happened is we're becoming detached from humanity, and humanity relationship is how we actually get energy. And so number two is truly, once you figure out who you, who you are, connect with other human beings and make it a point to connect with them and to care about them. And do it because you truly authentically care about other people, not because you have a vested interest in what you're gaining yourself. And so we hear, you know, surround yourself by, you know, the people that you aspire to become, basically, if Mm. you want to become wealthy, you know, hang out with the five wealthiest people, you know, kind of thing. How do you feel about that? You know, I, I think that would be great. I think that, yes, should you surround yourself with healthy, I say healthy, energetically healthy individuals yeah. who you aspire to be like and you who you admire? Absolutely. But remember that your your positive energy, your I, should, I don't even want to say positive, your healthy energy that you give out to the world is so beneficial for the rest of the world. Yeah. And so what you will find is that, you then, you start becoming this person you want to be because of the energy that you're, you're bringing into yourself and out to the world and that you start attracting like-minded people. And so what ends up happening is you then, because of, because of those efforts, you then start elevating the people around you. So instead of you desperately seeking out these people who you want to become, all of a sudden you, are, you start becoming this and you then elevate to people where you elevate people to where you're at. Does that make sense? Yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah. Okay, good. So values and relationships. Yeah. The third thing is positive intent. And I think we we look past this too often, that in every single thing that we do inside of a company, whether it's working with clients, working with people, even in our personal lives, it's are you going into everything with positive intent or is there deceit, manipulation, um, unforgiveness attached to any of your efforts? So it's all about looking at a situation and making sure that before you move forward with anything, whether it's a conversation, whether you're creating something, make sure that you're approaching that situation or that other that, that person in front of you with absolute positive intent. So give give us um, 
an idea of what that might look like. I am going into a meeting and I'm, I'm pitching my services to a new company. What would my positive mm-hmm. intent look like? Yeah. Instead of going in and thinking all about what you're gaining, right? So you're going in one-sided, that that positive intent may be going in and also asking yourself, what can I do? How can I be of service? to those people in front of me. And you know what? That may not just be sign on the dotted line because my services are going to give you everything that you need for your business. That positive intent and that energy may be, you know what, in this moment, in this hour or 30 minutes that I have in front of you, I'm going to show up and with, with positive intent. I'm going to show up and I'm going to look you in the eye and I'm going to give you good, healthy energy because you are another human being that I actually care about. And not care about as in I've known you, but care about because you're, you're another human being and I respect you. Right. And so we're going to sit here and we're going to have a good conversation and put the value on the moment, not on the outcome. And when you do that, all of a sudden that outcome becomes even better than what you had anticipated. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Such a wonderful experiment for people to do. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yes. Yeah. I love that one. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Values, relationships, positive intent. What's number four? Yeah. And then the fourth one is transparency. Be transparent. People can smell deceit, manipulation a mile away. You know, it's, you know, I talk to clients about this constantly. I write a lot about this in the book. It's transparency is about truth. And when you're truthful, that means that you tell the whole story. And so you walk, if you walk through life, making it transparency, one of your ultimate actions of every single day, you will then get that in return. And I often tell people, so, you know, how do you feel when you know somebody's not telling you the whole story? When a client's sitting in front of you, when a colleague is sitting in front of you, when an employee is having a conversation with you, whatever the case may be, when you know that somebody's not giving you 100% of the facts. And so it's going through life, and no matter how scary it sounds, that making sure that you're always moving forward with the full story and not trying to keep things from people. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, that's absolutely true too. And and uh, it just it sure makes life easier, doesn't it? When you have nothing to hide. <laughs> Walk away with it. You know, every interaction, you should never have an interaction where you can't walk away with a clear conscience. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you can say that you walked through your entire day and you made relationships number 1, you honored your values you approach things with positive intent and you are always transparent, you yourself are just going to generate, continuously generate healthy energy to give out to the world, but also for yourself. And when we generate this healthy energy, Gina, how does it affect our physical energy? Your physical energy always goes up. But I'm also very careful to tell people because when you talk about energy, sometimes people go down this road of, energetic enthusiasm Mm -hmm. and energy is not synonymous with being energized if you will right right? or having this you know um, the happy happy rah-rah syndrome is what I call it (laughs) it can be wonderful but it's not necessarily easily sustained and so your energy this what you're trying to get to is this place of just calm peace 
within where regardless of what's going on, you feel very just calm and one with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In integrity. Yeah. Integrity. Absolutely. With yourself or first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this has just been a delightful hour, Gina. Thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything that you'd like to leave the audience with today? Yeah. Just, Yep, my my last one, number five, so I just want to squeeze that one in because it's the one that, um, um, the premise of the book, right, Um, and it's one we don't talk about, it's energy work. It's a new concept that's turning, it's an ancient concept, right, energy work has been around for for the thousands of years, but it's now we're seeing it become mainstream in so many different areas, and this is one area that we need to exercise courage with. And uh, we see tremendous transformation in business professionals, consultants to business owners of high, very large corporations when they start committing to doing energy work for themselves. And you can easily find a practitioner to do this with, but energy work is number five. And this is how you maintain your own chakra system in order to benefit your business as a whole. And what is your favorite energy modality, Gina? You know, I, I say that I'm an agnostic energy worker. <laughs> I, use many, I use many modalities. Um, I actually practice energy work myself, and there are so many different beautiful modalities. Um, my roots are in the Reiki tradition, but there are so many other ones out there that are beautiful. So it's, it's going out there and figuring out the right one and also finding the right practitioner that really complements your personality and where you want to go. So I have my favorite, yeah. uh, favorites, I should say, and so I encourage people in your own area, wherever you are ge- um, geographically, just you know start seeking out these individuals, and it's just such an added bonus to your life, not just professionally, but personally. Your energy will go up, and not only will you move your business forward, but you'll move your life forward. I love it. Such true advice. Thank you, Gina Soleil, for being with us on the Million Dollar Mindset. And uh, I, I hope that you'll all join us next week where I'll be talking about deadly business mistakes and how to avoid them. So we'll be back then. Looking forward to seeing you then. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there,